check. Flats, check. Engine, check. Copy me, check. We are go. Okay, boys. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Nick. I am Rachel. And I am Will. This week, you know, really busy with life and everything, exams and all kinds of stuff, term papers. So I decided this week, this week we would just let the universe direct the the direction of our show. Mm. So, you know, we'll start off with Wacky World as always, but what we're going to do after that, you know, who knows? Maybe a sign from the heavens will How will, Buddhist of will, you. will direct us in yes. the in the right way. So, let, let's open up our third eye as we proceed to our next segment. Wow! I don't believe. Well, there's something you don't see every day. I would like to start with a story with a man and I can respect his hustle. We got a 41-year-old loses a court battle with his parents. You know what he wants? Maintenance money for life. Money for nothing is what he wants. Sound like dire straits out here. As in he Soul wants swing. his maintenance. He wants his maintenance costs like covered by his parents. His human maintenance costs. His human what is it? Oh, please like please explain. So this is like maximum schmoozing. So this guy named I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that. It looks like an ingredient on the back of an artificial sweetener. That's what like his name is. Sorghum, something like that. Uh try Faiz Siddiqui or something. That that sounds Siddiqui? like Siddiqui? Sounds like a chemical compound. <laughs> So this guy sued his parents. Uh, this guy lives in England. Uh, he's Oxford educated, and he graduated with a degree. He's been unemployed since 2011, and since then he's been living in a one million pound flat owned by his parents near Whoa. Hyde Park in England. Now he's been getting cash for bills and expenses and stuff. He's basically just getting a check from daddy every month. Daddy's you know? money. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's on his little allowance. You know, he's been riding the gravy train for 41 <laughs> years. Well, after a disagreement, uh, family disagreement, the amount of support he was receiving was reduced, and so he said, "I'll take this to the oh, court." My word. Now, and of course, he lost, which is good. I'm yeah, glad I he mean, lost. he should have. But what's funny is, and, and you ready for something funny? Uh, so after he was unemployed. He sued Oxford University because he said that, ready, ready for this? The education was inadequate. He said it wasn't good enough to get him a job at Oxford University. Oh, so, oh, okay. I thought where you were going with it, with this was that uh, his education was so poor he lost the court case because of it. No, which no, no. would have been, no. I lo- I'd love that kind yeah. of level. This of guy it. has a track record of, you know, frivolous lawsuits. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. And he sued Oxford University because he couldn't find a job. The, okay. the man's going places. Mm. Well, no, but yeah. No, he isn't going anywhere. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. That's, okay. That's <laughs> his problem, not his ours. All right, Rachel. All what right. you got? Well, in light of last week's story about the massive pumpkin, was it? I decided <laughs> to go with this other story of <laughs> another massive vegetable. <laughs> Keep going. You got this. No, you got it. You got it. You got it. So Colin and Donna Craig Brown were weeding their garden in New Zealand when Colin's hoe struck something huge. A giant vegetable. As the couple knelt down and began digging around the object, Colin wondered if it was some kind of strange fungal growth, a giant puffball. After Colin pried it open with his garden fork, he scratched away a bit of the skin and tasted it. All right, let's sing along, everybody. I don't know the words. You don't know the words? Yeah, he's never seen it. I'm not I'm not homeschooled or we Catholic. Got a show for I'm you. neither. <laughs> Veggie 
Yeah, anyway, so that, that's, that's I'm picking up on the lyrics pretty fast, but yeah. Almost as repetitive as Gold Digger. Almost, but not quite. These people didn't waltz, but they did find a potato. They were digging for gold. <laughs> that said, Russian gold. This guy thinks it's a fungal growth, and he tastes it. And he said, like, oh, it tastes like a potato. They said, we couldn't believe it. It was just huge and not exactly pretty. How big? More of an ugly mutant look. Yeah, how 17 big? and a half pounds. That's like a uh-huh. couple sacks of potatoes. Bigger than a kid. Or one small dog. That's pretty good. Yeah. They, that's about the couple, yeah. The couple, they named this potato... Uh-huh. They named it Doug, after the way it was. It. After the way it was That's unearthed. Funny. Mm-hmm. That's um, funny. And they built a small cart to tow Doug around. Why are they treating it like a kid? That's a lot of French fries. <laughs> Just a potato. <laughs> they put a hat on him. They yeah. put him on Facebook. They take him for a wow. walk, giving him some sunshine. Are they English by any chance? They're from New Zealand. Crazy. Ah. Crazy New Zealanders. Well, yeah. And the thing is, they are getting a lot of attention for doing this. They said it's amazing what entertains people. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently the Guinness World Record entry for a potato is 5 kilograms, and this 17.5 pounds is 7.8 kilograms. And so they're trying to apply for it to be the new world record. Cool. Okay. And they don't really know why. It's a darn they found a potato. They just, you know, usually throw a, punch of, a bunch of cow manure and straw onto their garden and see what happens. And yeah. Giant potato. You can see a picture yeah. online. This is <laughs> it looks like a bunch of potatoes melded together. Oh my goodness. Looks like a burn victim. <laughs> you know, it's uh Or like one of those really old knotty trees. Yeah. You know, those, wi- those old willow trees. You, you know, know, it's it's a shame this couldn't have happened in Ireland. You know, they probably could have solved it. It would have made t- sense. You could have fed so many Irish people with this. Hey. Many. Will, yeah. How do you make Irish potato salad? Tears and dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we're not on the air next week, it's because the IRA firebombed our studio. Mm. Well, anyway, watch out for that'd the be exciting. Potato, Good story. After, after he's been showing it around for a while, it's starting to lose weight. <laughs> it's probably drying out. And mold. Um, yeah. So he's put it in the freezer and says he's an amateur brewer and might use it to make potato vodka. Okay. All right. All right, Well, What do you got? I, that I got a story about a whale. Specifically... A prehistoric whale that has four legs, yeah, and eats like a raptor. Hmm. So the the reason I brought this up is not actually because we've discovered a new uh, what they call nightmarish prehistoric creature. Uh, these guys, they're Egyptian scientists, and the funny part is, is that they only have like eh, seven or eight fairly small bones, and from these bones, they have just assumed that they have this like brand new creature and uh they're they look very proud of their uh their findings but not entirely sure how they can figure this out like do they have a computer generated like thing that you plug in certain bones and you're like oh this is probably what it looks like it's just it's all guesswork it is guesswork i'm I'm not an archaeologist but at Hmm. the same time it just seems a little sus well neither are these people they're they're (laughs) egyptian wait no no they they built the pyramids man no no these guys probably built the pyramids what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, if we're talking about a, a new creature, I don't think that's archaeology. Yeah. I think that's like paleontology. Or paleontology. Or anthropology. Sorry, archaeology is like ancient uh, buildings, right? Yeah, ancient aliens, yeah. Ancient, ancient, al- ancient aliens. <gasps> the real, like, give credit paleontology. to the, shout out to the real builders of the pyramids. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. I wish they'd come back. It'd be kind of cool. No, the aliens could build the wall for us. That'd be great. Oh, that! Think of the, like, blinding efficiency of just, mm-hmm. like, levitating Zoom. a bunch of pieces of yeah. steel and just... 
I remember one time uh, on the show a while ago, we talked about the story where they used a 3D construction of a mummy's larynx to try to like like get what his voice sounded right. like. Right, yeah. And mm, it literally yeah. sounded like a Minecraft build. You're just like, yeah. Which is kind of stupid. <laughs> I've also read literature, you know, because I read literature. Uh, you're on a learned man. Oh, really? Dinosaurs. Oh. Yes. I read tell. words. Do tell. I, yeah. And uh, these words news. were saying that uh, <laughs> dinosaurs actually had feathers and were more like birds. Mm. I think it's kind of retarded, but. Anyway, so uh, I work for maintenance down at uh, the college here. You know, do a little, working a little nine to five, not really. And uh, guys down there, you know, they got some stories to tell. They're pretty funny. So I took a microphone down to maintenance just to kind of, you know, talk with them, you know, see what they're up to. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's what I discovered. All right, so I'm down here with Hillsdale College grounds, probably the best grounds department in the country, I'd say. You got some student workers here. I am one of the student workers y'all have. Who would you say is the the best student worker, and who do you say is probably the worst student oh, worker? Wow. This is great, Nick. <laughs> we have had some great, funny student workers over the years. I don't know. It's just funny. It's just fun to watch the different variety of kids that come through. It's funny to see how reckless they can be at times. Marty's got, you look at Marty's work trucks and oh, yeah. they're all dented. I don't know, who's the most memorable? AJ was a good one. Oh, yeah. AJ used to come with us, do all the setups with us, and whatever building we were in, he would come out with his pockets full of stuff. <laughs> he, never, he never left the building empty handed. <laughs> And then uh, he mowed crop circles on the baseball field. Yeah, Mike sent him down to mow the baseball field. And he's doing crop circles on the baseball field. Mike about, Mike wanted to kill him, so. My worst would have been a young gentleman that lasted um, maybe a month. Uh, during his time here, he buried the dump truck in front of Moss Hall because he didn't ask for help and got it stuck and just kept pushing on the gas and made huge holes. And he also sideswiped the entire row of grounds trucks with a plow when he was coming in. Brand new trucks. And this was a student worker. So what do you guys do for fun? So you're on mowing, you got some time off. What would you guys like to do? Anyway, you like to mess with people? Oh. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we play a little pranks. Not, not just with the students, but also ourselves. You know, we got student workers here, and, um, you know, we have a good time with them. We had a student worker back several years ago. We didn't do it, the student worker did. Um, over in Simpson, he took a tool cat and loaded the back of his friend's pickup truck with snow one year. Yeah. Blowing out irrigation. Blowing out all the water out of the lines. Get many students that walk up and try to feel it, see what the air is. Had a couple come up to me, a girl come up to me and say, what is this? And it was during exam week, and I told her, Dr. Arn wanted me to spread focus aroma around campus. <laughs> and she said, that's really nice. Tell him thank you for that. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty good. And then there's been times where early in the morning we're in here, and some of us brush, some of us plow. And when you're brushing around dorms, uh, we wake people up. So they kind of give us some gestures through the window. Yeah, they, they, they wave to us with the one finger. And uh, sometimes the occasional leaving the tool cat or the Toro by the window 
revved up wide open for, you know, 15 minutes while you go to the restroom. It's not uncommon. We are moving furniture out of Kyle Mega, and we are moving a dresser out, and we flipped it up to move it. We noticed on the bottom of the drawer, there's a bunch of names and grades to it. And it was for kissing. <laughs> and one of the students that happened to be working with us was on that list. And he had a C minus, and he was not happy. <laughs> he immediately called one of the Kyle girls and confronted her about it, and it was pretty fun. To give me another chance. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah, so that's that, you know? Oh, that's some good stuff. Goodness. Yeah, they hear, they see, and they hear everything. I love the fact, too, that they just tell the stories. Like, oh, there's, yeah, there's like, oh, I really shouldn't say this. So like, no, like, this is exactly well, no. how it happened. This dude just completely, like, took out a row of trucks. Oh, man. Buried a dump truck in front of Moss. It's like, that is amazing that oh, they that's just. that's painful. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff, man. That's a lot of damage. Yeah. Now, that's a lot of damage. In oh, yeah. one month. One in month. one month. There's a reason why he was let go. I, I have a yeah. theory of why. Also, I mean, he can't beat the kissing story. That is that is amazing. A C minus. And yeah. he was so upset about it that he called the suspected and her, grader yeah. and yeah. yeah and and uh, and confronted her about it. He said, it. "Please, got to apply the curve or something. <laughs> Can you square root curve that." Yeah, something, I wonder. Please raise my score. Was it like- <laughs> extra credit? <laughs> <laughs> Get that grade up. Can I can I retake the test? Yeah. I was kind of oh, that's creepy. Yo, know, I was I, I missed some class. I was sick that day. You know, I just I just wasn't feeling I just I just wasn't feeling it, man. Right, right, yeah. You know, I, I was pulling an all nighter studying for another class and I just <laughs> <laughs> You know, I just wasn't all into it, prof. <laughs> prof? <laughs> huh? Hey, some people are into that, you know? Uh, I'm just saying. Some are, but we don't, well. Yeah, so so that's that. You know, I, you know every day it's like that. Like, I walk into the, the break room at maintenance. They're always talking about something. So. Well, I mean, yeah, they're, they're yeah. everywhere on campus. They mm-hmm. see all sorts yeah, of different things. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get some stupid yeah. people. That's true. That's doing true. stupid things. <laughs> You know, they really are like the unsung heroes of campus. Maintenance. No, I, I like the maintenance workers. They, I forget who told me this once, but apparently it's like a part of their job to also keep an eye out for the students while they're around campus. Like, especially the guys who are like mowing lawns are kind of keep an eye out for like the girls and make sure they're doing okay. Yeah, I've never heard that. But yeah. Pseudo yeah, someone, security? Yeah, they're like okay. pseudo. And someone, <laughs> one time, one time. We were talking about this, and um, a friend who used to be a journalism student here wanted to tr- test it out by like going out in front of a lawnmower and like pretend, <laughs> like pretend to assault and see what the lawnmower would As do. As in, like pretend ha- to what? Have some sort of like, like problem? Have like, an episode? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, create some episode in front of like. Marty or something and see what would happen. He'd probably run right over you. Like <laughs> Marty Marty wouldn't care. Just blades and all. They wouldn't even yeah. turn. They well, wouldn't Marty even turn doesn't mow. Marty's Marty's oh, facilities. I thought it was in front ground. of a lawnmower. It's just this fall ground. in front of it and the guy just keeps going. Well, yeah. But yeah, but they're, no, but they, they're they really nice and they'll like wave and chat with you when you're. Yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, so shout out to the grounds guys if you're listening. 
because I know they wanted this to get on the air. Oh, yeah. And they kept bugging me about Hopefully it. Hopefully more stories in the future. But here it is. Question mark? You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. As we move into our last segment, you know, I I was really feeling inspired, man. You know, I, w- I was finding my center. Oh. Um, my third eye was, was opening. Oh. I, I, w- I was standing in the one-legged cheetah pose as I was reading <laughs> the book of the five rings by Musashi, and a thought came to me. <laughs> And she said, <laughs> no, I, I am kidding. So I wasn't lying when we said things have been crazy busy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when this happens, you know, sometimes you skip on a little bit of show prep. And I said, you know, what would be more interesting than to practice a little improv stuff, you know? Yeah. And so Josh and I on the live show we do on Tuesdays, uh, we have this segment that we've done where basically we go on to Wikipedia. And, you know, we want to be scholarly sometimes, you know. So we have this segment. Uh, and it's all about being a great Wikipedia intellectual. Some people think I'm too intellectual, but I think it's a fabulous way to spend your spare time. So basically, we go on Wikipedia. That's a little throwback there. Yeah, yeah. We hit the uh, the random article button, and then we prognosticate and pontificate awesome. about whatever topic pops up. It could be anything. It could be a leaf. It could be a bug. It could be a battle. Be a large potato. It could be a large potato. <laughs> Guinness World Record. Yeah. It could be anything, honestly. So here we go. Drum roll, please. Uh, all right, we have Saoni Machang, born November 24th, 1989, a Botswanan beauty pageant title holder crowned Miss Universe Botswana in 2013. Where's Botswana? Africa. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right, the map. Uh, where is Botswana? Africa. Somewhere. Africa, yeah. The man a minute, he's. Well, it's know, interesting, she doesn't even live in. in Botswana now. It's South Africa. It's She's okay. just lives. north of South Africa. Okay. Well, maybe then Port Elizabeth. I don't think that's in Botswana, though. No, it's not. Well, it, it literally says Port Elizabeth, South Africa. I know, but Botswana is. Not in South Africa. Botswana is a country yeah. north of South Africa. Yeah, so she doesn't even live in Botswana anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, people move around. Okay, so is the Miss Universe title, like, Miss, do they say Miss Universe America, or is this a totally different pageant where it's like, uh, the universe, according to Botswana, you are the... You'd be Miss Botswana. Right, right? but this is that's Miss, how it is Miss America, right? Right, but, but she's Miss Universe Botswana, so does that mean that, like, according to, to Botswana, she is the best in the universe? Unless Botswana is the universe. <laughs> so they held the pageant... Miss Universe Botswana <laughs> is a beauty pageant first held in 1999. Ah, uh, so the winner competes, and so this is sort there of like so, mm-hmm. th- so this is sort of like the. It's really Miss Botswana, right? But why is it Miss Universe Botswana? It sounds fancier. Mm. That's that's very interesting. Mm, something. Yeah. All right. Next article, we have the Fort Cornwallis Lighthouse, which is a lighthouse in Georgetown, Pangang, Malaysia. It is currently under management of the Maritime Authority of Malaysia. It's a lighthouse. My family ordered Finding Nemo once on eBay, and it came from Malaysia. It took like months to deliver. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) 
that wow. Uh, what did <laughs> su- what did surprise me though? Because it's Fort. You said Fort Cornwallis. Yeah, that sounds extremely American. I was yeah. not expecting to see Malaysia. Well, it's British, I believe. Oh, because Colony Malaysia. Fort Cornwallis. Malaysia was a colony. Yeah, Cornwall- ah. Cornwallis was a general in mm-hmm. the American Revolution. Right, he was British. Have you seen the Patriot? Lord Cornwallis. Now it may be a different Cornwallis. We don't know. Could be named yeah. after him. Could be. Yeah. Colonialism. But uh, I would say, you know what they could have used this lighthouse for? Do tell. Finding that plane that went uh, missing. Ah. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. What plane? Uh, flight. What was the number? Fl- three seventy. We literally three, referenced 370. it. Three seventy. Khalib the Magnificent. Malaysia Flight three seventy. Plane wreck and a train wreck. Yeah, but that the Detroit Lions and Malaysia or Malaysia Flight three seventy. Mm-hmm. Well, I just don't know anything more than that. Oh, oh okay. Okay. With that, thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale one hundred one point seven FM. If you want to hear some quick clips from the show, check out our YouTube. You can search The Loft Hillsdale or follow us on Instagram, The Loft one hundred one seven. We'll uh, see you guys next week. Um,